Having just recently entered my second year in my sixth decade, happy birthday to me, I thought it might be good to reflect on the past year. Something about the sixth decade that causes you to take pause and think about things more than you have ever done in the past. Not thinking you would ever actually be this old, you start to learn some things you probably should have learned years ago. Last year was a year of intense learning and untold insights for me concerning life and living. And, at the risk of bringing you into an idea mosh pit, I'm going to share some of those things with you. Maybe the most profound thing I began learning this year was how to escape from mental and spiritual bondage. You don't really know that you are all tied up when you are all tied up. You sort of need something outside of yourself, thanks God, to shed some light on your darkness and make things that have become invisible, visible again. Suddenly you begin to recognize stuff you do with no love in it. You begin to discern how fear is making all the choices. Your enjoyments become less and less and all that you do comes into question. Freedom exists on the other side of all that. Fear only gains power over you when you give it head space. You have to entertain it, talk with it, mull it over a bit, really try to reason it out, but when you do, fear always wins. Overcoming fear, which equals overcoming bondage, which equals gaining freedom, happens first in your mind and then in your heart. You have to put a complete end to fearful considerations, which equals worrying about future events, which equals being driven to behaviors and performance in order to be okay. Fear is such a slippery creature and can attach itself to things you may not have thought of before, yet there it lurks pulling the strings in your life and leading you away from the things you really want. The good Lord has set us free from all that garbage, if we only knew it. I was blessed to have the opportunity to rethink and relearn what it means to believe God. I already knew that to be able to receive something from God, you had to believe that God both could and would do it for you. What it really meant to believe God was the mystery for me. It's not some type of powerful thinking or willing or demanding etc. It's not checking to see if you doubt it or maybe aren't fully persuaded. It's not a good feeling or a bad feeling. It has little if anything to do with your feelings. It's not magic or mystique. It's more of a dog determination. It is to keep saying what you want, not what you wish would go away, until you get it. As a wonderful man once said, dwelling on the darkness won't bring forth the light. Spending all day confessing all that is wrong, every place you are dissatisfied, what you don't like, what you wish would stop, what you wish would start, what you really, really need, all point back squarely to the darkness that engendered it to begin with. Do you think the obstacles you encounter in life are simply random? Believing is not saying what you need over and over and over again. Believing is saying what God's Word says about your situation. If you have a need, God knows what it is already. You simply keep repeating His promise to supply all of your need which aptly applies to your situation. You're not following a formula until the magic happens. You're not saying it out loud to people as proof that you believe it when, deep down, you know you don't. Instead you are saying God's promise, which equals light, to yourself until the darkness has to flee. You're not going to beat the devil with your adamancy, I can assure you of that. You just dwell on what you want and continue dwelling on it, until it comes to pass. There's no time limit. There's no secret recipe. There's no mystery or intrigue. You don't have to perpetually wonder if you are believing. Those mental games lead nowhere and produce nothing. You just keep after what you need faithfully backing it with promises from God's Word. All the rest is simply accepting the fact that it won't come to pass. All the rest. Believing God has to be simple because truth is always simple and plain. Error is complicated. Fear is complicated. Bondage is complicated. That thing you need so desperately, God already knows you need so desperately. Turn on the light by adding in the light. Keep saying what God says in your mind and what God says will get into your heart. Believing comes from your heart. Next, and certainly not in importance, 
I learned how much I valued and treasured my private time with God in the mornings. For me, as you might expect from a writer, I prefer to write in my journal and share my heart with God. It is my attempt at morning pages as was so beautifully outlined by Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way. Morning pages are my opportunity to talk things over with my Papa, God. I ask Him questions often and He is faithful always to answer, always. He listens, patiently, to my complaints and whining at times and still, gently, always supplies me with what I need to know or often what is really behind the things that befall me. What I learn on those sweet mornings is not always revolutionary, but often subtle insights and unveilings that meet my needs perfectly. It is so honest, so pure, so refreshing. We all need to talk with our Father at times and we are nevertheless for doing so. Some mornings I have to miss it and I miss it. Some mornings I'm like the psalmist that begins in despair but ends in victory. What I know for sure is that I need God's involvement in life and we just happened upon a medium that makes us both happy. I assume God knows I am a writer, however you choose to do it or not do it is entirely up to you. But, if you are willing to reach outside of yourself for the answers, you will surely find as I found, God is there. Many of my other lessons came in a variety of settings. Each time it was gentle, easy to be entreated, something I could grasp and benefit from and never to condemn me. I learned that all fun has an endpoint and pressing beyond the endpoint doesn't produce more fun. I understood that moderation has both freedom and limits. I learned that loving God, loving your fellow man and doing as you dang fool please had a lot of depth to it. I learned that God never expected me to be a perfect man, but rather believe in what a perfect man did for me. It finally dawned on me that you cannot add to it is finished. I recognize that relationships are two-way streets and that sometimes you are the problem. I began to dare to follow God's advice and no longer judging myself and even learn to extend that to other people. My own shenanigans alone attest to that reality. I learned that it's not so much what people think about you as it is what you think about yourself. Self-doubt is learned and can be unlearned. I saw that God was pretty dang good at taking care of me and my family. I understood that God meets you right where you are and for that I am immeasurably thankful. It became so vivid that God's will for my life was that I enjoy it as much as I could, whenever I could. How many times he whispered, enjoy your life. I learned that my life was my choice and that nothing was supposed to intervene in that. I began a greater appreciation for my family and my friends and endeavored to show love whenever I could. I went on trips, I basked on beaches on both coasts, I traveled, we traveled, hosted parties, made hundreds of old fashions, spoke kind words to the weary, entertained guests, ate at restaurants, played many rounds of golf, never actually improving, but enjoying it nonetheless, spent time with the like-minded, and many more things that would mark a truly blessed life. I had my share of troubles, was pressed at times, afraid, unsure, bewildered, anxious and plain old pissed, but those times never lasted and I was always able to get back to my light, back into the fight. I guess looking back, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Life is good my friends, so good. Six decades of living doesn't produce the best skin, the best hair or the best body, but it does produce a depth of soul you may have never encountered before. It provides you with a time to reflect, to look back, to remember, to embrace and to wish you would have known better. You start to see that everyday living is a good day and that life is that much better with God in it. You wish you could say and do all the things your heart always wanted you to do, but at the same time understand that you can do it now. All of us need love and we can only give it when we have it to give. Life is best lived above bondage and fear, but you have to get there when you get there and hopefully it is sooner than later. None of that stuff that has been dragging you down comes from God and if you will let Him, He will change your life forever. I love God and I love you. M60s. Just some good thoughts.